0: 3
1: everybody welcome back to another episode of the brick house
0: where the takes don't
1: miss um so today um well first of all how, how you guys been
0: Nick? i've been pretty good bro how about you? i mean i'm down in florida now getting back into the swing of things with the semester starting Yeah, uh, yeah you know the vibe uh Sorry about the hiatus to all the viewers out there. We took a week-long break to we get settled into school and everything with the semester starting back up. Well, we're back today, and there's definitely a lot of shit to talk about. So.
1: Oh yeah, bunch of shit. But yeah, I'm I'm also back up at school. Now, I know DJ, you're you're back at um. You got you got work and school too, right?
2: Yeah, I've been. Working just online school. This is actually my fourth week of it. I've been doing it for a while now. So
1: yeah. Oh really? Oh, I don't know. It was yeah. Fourth week. Oh yeah. Me and Nick. This is only like
0: damn, dude. No wonder years. you've been so busy. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um. But today we're just gonna do the top, wrap up our top ten at each position with the centers, and talk about just what's whatever's been going on with the league, stuff like that. So. Get into it. Do you guys want to do the top 10 centers first? Get that out the way, or
0: yeah, sure. Let's just uh start with that, get that out the way, and then we can talk about some of the stuff that's been going on in the season. So, uh, you want me to start with my list? Go ahead, all right, word. So, we'll start with some honorable mentions as always, just go over that briefly. So, first on the honorable mentions, we got uh Yusuf Nurkic. You know, I mean, he's been dealing with some injuries this year, he hasn't really been like as good as yeah. we know him to be. But normally, in a normal year where he's at full strength, like, he'd probably be a top-10 center. He looked he's good in the bubble out. last year. Yeah, he did look pretty good in the bubble. But uh, he's he's a tough guy out there. He gets boards, can make the mid-range jumper, second-chance points. Like, fits well with Damon C.J., so that's why he's an honorable mention. Yeah, I got RaChon Holmes out there, good pick-and-roll player, uh, active center. He's been playing really well this year for the Kings him and De'Aaron have some nice chemistry, but I just don't think he's quite top 10 material. Then we got Jonas Valanciunas. I mean, he's a pretty skilled player. Hasn't been shooting it as well from three as he has in the past couple years, but good shooter for a big, good rebounder, good post score. He just really doesn't have a huge role on his team. Well, he kind of does right now with like Jared now and stuff, but it's mainly Ja and Dylan Brooks doing all the scoring for them, I feel. So, yeah. like, he doesn't really get as many opportunities. And even if he did, I, I I don't feel like I'd probably put him in there. But he's definitely a quality big. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I got – these two guys, they're kind of in the same boat, Steven Adams and Mitch Robinson. Like, they both have really small roles on offense, but they make a big impact on the boards and on defense for their teams. Yeah. But just because they're not really, like, super versatile players, that's why I have him as – on them as honorable mentions and then this is my closest honorable mention to cracking the list I got Miles Turner I mean he hasn't been shooting it as well as like we normally expect him to but he's been a monster on defense even swatting shots like an animal and he's been pretty good this year but he just barely misses out on my list so now to start it off at 10 I got Clint Capella I mean, mm-hmm. on the Hawks this year, he's been nasty. Like, he's been pulling down boards like a madman. He's been running the pick and roll with Trey. He's been feasting on second chance points. He's just been doing exactly what they were hoping he would do. Rim and protecting. He's been having rim, exactly, protecting the rim. He's just been doing everything they wanted him to do when they made that trade. And it's looking like him and Trey are a great fit together. Yeah. So, uh, I'm not sure what that means for John Collins' like, future with the team. But – Capel and Trey are definitely looking good. So that's well, why I have him at number 10.
1: Isn't John Collins more of a four?
0: Power forward. Yeah, he's more of a four, but, like, their skill sets kind of overlap because they're both more of, like, inside scores.
1: Yeah, but I and mean – Like, I don't wait. know. I know there's a lot of
0: trade rumors about John Collins, so –
1: How how well is John Collins shooting this year, though? Do
0: you... uh, I don't know how well he's shooting this year. Like, I know he has a decent jumper – but like he's definitely not a perimeter scorer, you know? He's just kind of like oh. a big man that can shoot.
1: Yeah. I mean, as long as you can spread the floor though. He's he's yeah. better he's better than Capella that.
0: That yeah, that's true for sure. But like I know the fit between them just isn't like the best for spacing the floor. Yeah. And especially with like a lot of forwards on their team, like DeAndre Hunter and like a now and stuff like that. Like Yeah. Especially with John Collins' his name popping up in a lot of trade rumors, I mean, maybe they'll keep him because, like, theoretically, with his ability to shoot, like, it could work. But just like, I feel like in the end, that's gonna like end up breaking up. But yeah, especially especially,
1: sure. especially with the Gallinari signing because they signed him for what three years or something, right? Or it was that it was at
0: least two. But I know they like. St- like, he, he's definitely going to need some minutes, especially now that he's back, working back from that injury he had. Yeah, so, I,
1: I guess he can play the three, though. But um, John Collins is shooting 40% from three this year, so.
0: How many attempts per game is he taking, though? Probably not very many.
1: Three attempts per game,
0: 3.3. Yeah, so, so he's taking a couple, but, like, he's definitely more of, like, a rim-running type guy. But yeah. maybe they can make it work if he, like, expands his game a little more. But, right. yeah, I got Capella at number 10 for those reasons. Uh, at number nine, I got Andre Drummond. I mean, he's probably the best rebounder in the league. And uh, the Cavs, they're definitely doing better than a lot of people expected, even though they're kind of below 500 again. But, uh, yeah, Drummond, he's a great rebounder, solid post defender. Yeah, uh, his, post, his post, His post-ups, they're – and they're hit or miss, you know, like, yeah. the best touch around the hoop and uh, he's kind of a black hole sometimes, but he's definitely like amazing at the stuff he's good at. Yeah, so that's why I got drumming that number nine he
1: starts to get ugly with him when he brings up the ball, though.
0: Oh yeah, don't want to I see. don't know why they let him do that. Like I remember there was one play where he like tried to hit a crossover and do like a scoop layup. Oh, he just like God. threw it like over the guy's arm and completely missed the hoop. <laughs> it was bad. But Ew. yeah, he's he's that he's probably the best rebounder in the league. Oh and, yeah, uh, I,
1: I think there's a stat where he might be the have the most rebounds in the last five years, maybe something like that. I was watching. A yeah, next... I wouldn't be
0: surprised. Like he, he's consistently a threat yeah. to average 15 boards a season. Yeah. Definitely. So he's just a beast. Yeah. But at number eight, I got DeAndre Ayton. I mean, his so so far this season, he hasn't been a mate. Like he's been pretty good, but he hasn't necessarily taken like as big of a jump as many people expected him to. Yeah. But I definitely still like think he has a lot of potential, and then even right now, he's the eighth best center in the league. Like, Aiden, he's a big body down low. He's, like, gotten a lot better at defense, protecting the paint, and he can move a little bit around the perimeter, which, like, no one expected when he got drafted. Yeah, he's really Like, he's a great post-scorer with good footwork. Uh, He's got the mid-range jumper, and he's working on the three. And I just think, like, he can only get better from here. So, Aiden's at eight right now, but I think he's going to be, like, a top – Five big in the league at some point in his yeah, career. so do
1: I. So do I, yeah.
0: All right, so at number seven, this is one of my favorite guys so far this year. It's C. Wood uh, on oh, the yeah. Rockets, dude. Uh, I mean, ju- just his story and everything how he was in the G League, undrafted, bounced around from all the different teams. Like his girlfriend dumped him after he went undrafted. She did. And now he's out yeah apparently i didn't didn't hear that bro so he he like was he had a big draft party because people thought he was going to go in the late first round and then he went undrafted and he was like all sad and shit obviously and then he like dropped his girlfriend off at the airport after the draft party and he never heard from her again wow bro what a fucking gold digger dude facts dude That is crazy. yeah, that man went from that to uh, – now he's, like, averaging, like, 24 and, well, like, 9 a game or something like that. Like, yeah. he's balling he's out. Wild. And he. I hope he's an all-star this year. I think he deserves it. And the fact that he came from the G League and, like, being a journeyman to doing that is just insane. Like, yeah. he's so versatile on offense with his jumper and ability to handle the ball and athleticism. And then on defense, like, he can get up there and contest shots in the paint switch on defense on the perimeter, like, he's so nasty, bro. And I'm, I love him on the Rockets with Oladipo and John Wall.
1: Yeah. And I
0: just can't wait to see, like, how much better he gets. Yeah, but, yeah, I got Christian Wood at number seven. I wanted to put him higher, but just because this is, like, his first full year of, like, producing, that's why I got him at seven. I
1: don't even think the Pistons ran him at center last year. I think he was a power forward, too.
0: They – uh, what's it called? He was the backup center, I'm pretty sure, oh, last it? year. Yeah, he didn't start until – who – I forget who it was that got – oh, until they traded Drummond. Once they traded Drummond, oh, he, yeah. he was starting at center. Oh, okay. Yeah, but – so I got him at seven. Uh, at number six, I got Rudy Gobert. I mean, the Jazz have been one of the best teams in the league – and, like, mm-hmm. Gobert is definitely a big part of that with how, like, elite he is at protecting the paint on defense. Like, he's as good of a defensive anchor as you can get in the paint, like, with his wingspan and size and timing on his blocks and switches. I mean, on offense, like, Gobert's not the most versatile player, but he knows what he can and can't do. Right. He, like, sets hard screens. He'll roll to the rim. He'll get second-chance points. He'll catch a lobs. He'll shoot a high percentage from the field. And uh, just because of his limited offensive game, that's why I have him outside the top five. But he's definitely one of the best centers in the league with his impact on defense and all around, just his presence out there. And especially with how good the Jazz are doing this year, that really, like, speaks to that. So I got Gobert at six. Uh, At number five, I got Nick Vucevic uh, on the Magic. I mean, he's been having – one of the best years of his career this year so far he's scoring like a madman like shooting well from all areas i mean he's grabbing he's pulling down boards like i wish this man was on a better team because he's really just been getting wasted his whole career on the magic i mean like at least on the magic he's their best player and gets to feast but like on a, on a contending team, it would just be so much fun to watch him yeah. because oh, yeah. he's just such a great scorer from all three levels, and like he can hit threes, he can hit mid-range, he can score with his back to the basket. He's a good passer for a big. He's a good rebounder. Not the best defender, but, like, he's okay. But his offensive package is just so good for a center, and that's why I got him at number five. For sure. At number four, I got Bam. I mean, one of the most – definitely one of the most improved players in the past couple years, even though he didn't win the award. But, Bam, he's just so impressive with his versatility on both ends, like on offense with his ability to run the floor and be an offensive initiator, Mm -hmm. uh, facilitate and stuff like that. And now he has that mid-range jumper in his bag, which is so helpful for him. And he can crash to the rim and dunk on people's heads – with, like, crazy athleticism. So he's got all that on offense. And then on defense, he's, like, he can switch on to anyone. He can protect the rim. Like, we saw him swat Tatum last year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, so the did he main... block it with a finger?
0: No, nah, he, he got his whole hand on that thing.
1: I know he blocked one shot with, like, just a finger. I don't know. No, nah, it was
0: Tatum's dunk.
1: Was That was the one that he blocked with one finger? No, nah, he blocked that with his whole hand. He, Did
0: he he? met him at the ring.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Okay, I remember that one. But I do remember he, him blocking some somebody's shot with one fucking finger.
0: Yeah, I can't remember that one. But he he met Tatum at the ring. And that yeah, was, like, yeah. to seal the game in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I so remember that. Like, like, the man is just a beast on both ends of the floor. Like, a three-point shot is the only thing he doesn't have, basically. So yeah. – bam is just elite and he's only getting better and better so that's why i got him at number four because like the top three centers in the league i feel like are pretty set in stone yeah. Like i feel like these three guys are kind of in a tier of their own but bam is really like getting close to that so number three i got cat i mean offensively cat is probably the best big in the league in my opinion just, like, with his – he's so good at scoring from everywhere on the floor. Like, the man is a 50-40-90 candidate every season. Like, he can hit threes in an elite level. He could take you off the dribble. He could post you up. He can, he can do it all on offense. I mean, defense is what really holds Cat back. Like, we, we all know – Yeah, we all know how Cat kind of is not great at defense. No one, Who knows if it's his effort or, like, his slow feed or what, but he is just not the best defender so far in his career, but on offense, the man is, uh, is a team all on his own and I can't wait till he's back from COVID. So I can see like him and d really playing out there together. Like I think Cat only played like four or six games this year or something. So I'm just hyped for him to come back and see like the T-Wolves at their full potential especially now that Anthony Edwards is starting to play better and find his groove. Like, once Cat is back, that, I, I doubt that team will be as – like, I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs or anything, like I said before in our bold predictions video. Yeah. But I still think they'll be a lot better than they are like, right now. Like, they'll at least <laughs> oh, beat yeah. some teams, you know? No,
1: for sure. I don't think – I think the playoffs – their playoff hopes are done, though.
0: Yeah, their, their playoff hopes are probably done. That prediction was uh, – that take kind of missed, might be. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that like that team could be solid with that, right. especially now with Anthony Edwards like playing good basketball and D'Lo kind of healthy, like as healthy as he'll ever be.
1: Yeah, I agree. But
0: at number two, I got Jokic. And the, the biggest surprise there maybe for some people that I don't have Jokic at number one. But the guy I have, number one, I just really think makes a bigger impact on both ends of the floor. I mean, Jokic, we know what he can do on offense. Like, I think he's leading the NBA in assists per game right now, which is ridiculous for a center. Like, the man is probably the best passing big man of all time. He's a great scorer, too, with his craftiness, like with floaters, fadeaways, spot like pull-up threes, stuff like that. He can run an offense all on his own he's he's really just a one of a kind type of player but yeah. like we all we all know where Jokic's shortcomings come to like even though he's like a smart defender like a lot of people say he doesn't really have like the mobility or the athleticism to be like super elite on that end and right. that's why I have Joel Embiid at number 1 above him like Joel he also has that fire that he plays with that I really don't see in Jokic when he's like Jokic kind of just looks like he's lumbering around <laughs> and, and like the Nuggets have kind of like shown that they'll sometimes use like Jamal Murray as their guy in late game situations, which made me think that Jokic doesn't really have that like Mamba mentality all the time. Yeah. But I mean, Joel Embiid, he's always ready to like step up in the big moments. Like he's always going to go at you every game. And he's going to, like, make it known that he's giving you that work. And Joel, like, he's an elite producer on both ends. Like, the man is a beast on offense. Like, he will post you up, hit you with insane footwork. He'll hit the pick-and-pop jumper. He'll, he'll dunk all over you. He'll grab, like, 12 boards a night.
2: Yeah.
0: He'll play insane defense and lock up the other best bigs in the league. Play okay defense when he switches on the perimeter, swap people at the rim. Like, Joel is just everything you want from a center in the NBA. And that's why I got to have him. And although he doesn't do, like, super, like, unique things for a center like Jokic does with his passing, he is just exactly what you want when you think of a quality NBA center. Like, maybe if he was a little more efficient from three, that would, yeah. like, be a little icing on the cake but he's still you've got like he's got gravity you know you got to respect his jumper yeah yeah. so that's why I got Jokic at number one I'm not Jokic that's why I got Embiid at number one And Jokic at number two yeah and uh yeah that's that's my list right there what do you guys think
1: uh mine's pretty similar but I got I got a few differences but um before I before I let mine rip just a quick fact check uh Jokic is fifth in the league for assists per game. I think Harden's first.
0: Oh, word, dude. Yeah. Well, Harden has been dropping dimes since he came to the Nets. Yeah, he's got like – I think at one point Jokic was first.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But Harden's got like 11.1 assists per game, so –
0: Dude, I mean, with, like like we said before when we were talking about the Nets, like with Kyrie and KD, like two guys that are definitely, like, score first players, Harden's really got to step into that facilitator role. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing it. Yeah,
1: right. Um. So, let's see here. So, for mine, I'm, I got eight and at ten. Mm-hmm. Because I thought he was going to take – I mean, I thought he was going to take a bigger – step than he has this year. I mean, he's gotten – you can tell he's gotten a little bit better this year, but with um, CP3 coming in, I thought that that was going to help him a little bit more, but he kind of – he looks too much of, like, the same player than he was – that he was last year.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree.
1: To your point with him possibly being a top five center at one point, I agree with that, though. He's got so much athleticism. He's got – He's got um, he's got weight, which you you really need in the NBA. Cause I see Mitchell Robinson every night just getting pushed around.
0: Yeah, that's um, what I saw with Jared Allen back when he was on the Nets.
1: Yeah, that's like an underrated thing that's that you want in your centers. But um,
0: really
2: bodied Joe Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Joe Harris is a 6'6 six, six white guy. Like, obviously, Jared's <laughs> gonna body him if he tries to meet him at the rim.
2: I don't know why he did that. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so yeah, I got and at 10 just because I, nah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I thought he was gonna be better this year. Um, but he's still, he, he still obviously has to make the top 10 just because what he brings to the table. Um, but after that, I got Capella at nine, basically for same reasons. Um, just a, just one of the i'd say a top maybe top 5 rim protector in the league probably could Yeah, be. I would say
0: so especially this year. Yeah. And uh just like he is pretty much the whole reason that the Hawks don't have one of the worst defenses in the NBA again oh, this year. Yeah, for
2: sure. <laughs> You're right, it's the Brooklyn Nets.
0: <laughs> I would I would love to say no but yeah. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's bad.
2: No, it's a fact. They came out with it after after James Harden went there. They have the worst defensive rating in the league. And after he left Houston, they have the best defensive rating in the league. No way.
0: Our, yeah, our def- – like, I yeah. don't think it's Harden's fault, though. I think it's because we lost all our depth. <laughs>
2: like- no, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's his fault either. I'm just saying. I just saw that stat today.
1: Well, and – and uh, but the rockets also got Oladipo. He's one of the best defenders in the league. So.
0: Yeah, Oladipo um, has those clamps.
1: Yeah, so that'll definitely affect that. But yeah, so that's why I got Capella there. Um also a great rebounder too. Um but uh and a big threat in the uh lob lob game. Um mm-hmm. so then after him I got Drummond. Just just th- just 'cause I think he's a better rebounder than Capella. And, yeah, definitely. Uh, and not Asgar's defender, but he's he's right there with him. I think um, he he can get caught sometimes, like um, just not paying, not making the right um, what do you call it? Uh, reads and stuff. Reads yeah. uh, rotations or whatever. Um, so yeah, so I got him there, and he's he actually. It's weird. He can't shoot th- free throws, but I don't. I got to look up what his three-point percentage is, actually. I, I was, has Drummond been
0: shooting threes this year?
1: Like, in the games that I've seen him, yes, but that could just be, like, a fluke. That
0: is so weird.
1: That could just be a fluke, though. But um, e- even if he h- hasn't been shooting, really, he's still a threat offensively. Just as he's massive and he can play back-, back to the basket. He's he's so hard to stop just because of how strong he is. Um, But uh, yeah, after Drummond I got let me see. Oh no, Drummond hasn't been shooting threes, my bad. I could have sworn that he has, but maybe it's like. Maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: If he popped one or two because I know he likes to work on them, but I haven't seen Drummond pop any threes.
1: I, I could have sworn because the, the the Knicks played him the cat. The Knicks played the Cavs at least two or three times. I could have sworn he took a three, but maybe it was just deep twos. Um. Yeah, I wouldn't be
0: surprised. All
1: right, so at number seven now, I'm going with C Wood. Word. Um, just because, uh, I mean, I expected him to be a, a nice signing for a team. I was looking for a, a piece that could, like, come off the – either off the bench as, like, a six man or start for them and give them a uh, decent rebounding, um, okay defense, and just, like, buckets
0: whenever they would I, like, need one. But oh, – Dude, I thought the Pistons were going to try and do more to get him back.
1: Yeah, instead of signing – Plumley's ass and Okafor.
0: Yeah, Plumley and Okafor. Like, what the <laughs> hell?
1: And, and his contract is so good, too. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I was, but I wasn't expecting him to blow up like this. So, yeah, it's just nuts. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I got him at above Drummond and Capella. Um, just because yeah, the breakout year that... Yeah, the breakout year that he's having. But uh, after him, I got Gobert. Um, everybody, everybody knows what he brings defensively. Crazy shot blocker, strong in the posts, um, but not great defensively, as you or offensively. My bad, as you said before. So that's why he's not he's not up at like top five. Um, and then Agreed. Yeah, I mean he's just an anchor down there for the team. Um, communicates well, too, on the defensive end. Tells people, like, what's coming, this and that. Um, then after him, I got Bam at five, which I think is different
0: from years, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I had do at five.
1: Yeah, I think Vooch is better than Bam right now. But I got Bam at five. because I think he's better than Gobert right now, just because he's – I mean, he's not as good as a defender as him, but hes he's – He's similar. He could still block shots, even though he's a lot shorter. I think he's like four inches shorter, maybe than.
0: Gobert. Yeah, what I would say, what I would say is he's probably worse at defending in the paint and in the posts, like slightly. But he's a more versatile oh. defender than Gobert.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like he can, he get if he if he needs to go out on the wing and, and guard like a a uh, small forward or somebody, he could easily do that, which which a lot of teams look for nowadays, but... um.
0: Yeah, like, if he gets caught in, like, a pick-and-roll situation, like, he could switch on to the ball handler and have no problem, really. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which is um, a huge asset for a big man to have. Yeah, right.
1: Um, And then, obviously, he's got the pick-and-pop game going, the mid-range. So, Andy's a great distributor. I'd say him and Jokic are probably, like, the top two centers that distribute. Um, but, uh, then I got, after him, I got Vooch. I got, Vooch. I got Vooch over Bam, just because he's, like, his offensive game is so much better. He could score any way you want him to. Yeah. Um, and his, I mean, his defensive, his defensive game is
0: all right. It's not great, but. It, yeah, it's not great, not awful. It's just kind of average.
1: Yeah, it, it gets the job done. He
0: gets the job done.
1: Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he's always good for, I don't know, twenty, what twenty-one points a game, something like that. Yeah, at
0: least I think he's averaging even more than that this season.
1: Right. I mean, he's he's one of the. I think most he's guys.
0: averaging close to twenty-five a game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's dude. He's just night in, night out, same thing. He j He's one of the more, more consistent players in the league. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So I got him at four, and then after him, I, I honestly I was thinking about putting him over Cat, but I was like, oh, I can't do it, Cat. Cat's offensive game is a little bit better than his, um, and but his defensive, oof, his defense is not great. It's 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 ugly. But uh, yeah, it is
0: subpar. Yeah,
1: I still got to put Cat over Vooch, though. And then uh, mm-hmm. uh, after Cat, I got Embiid number two and Jokic one, just because I think Jokic. I I feel like his 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 uh. His playmaking on offense and the way he dis- he distributes and initiates the offense is like you can't really find that in a, in a big other than Bam, but he doesn't do it the same level as he does. That's Jokic. Did. Yeah, it's
0: definitely one of a kind. Maybe yeah. some bonus is another big that you can say does that, but he was on the power forward list because they got Turner too.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, but I mean, Jokic just he's also a shot creator at seven foot to like I don't even know how many pounds he is, but. It's so hard it's crazy that he, he could create his own shots like that. Like I was watching it a, few, is, yeah. a few Nuggets games and I couldn't believe the shots that were going in. I was like, holy shit.
0: Especially with his lack of speed too.
1: <laughs> it's nuts and athleticism, yeah. It's wild. But um yeah, the shots that he just puts up and goes in, it's fucking nuts. And uh he's he's a better uh, three point shooter than Embiid, too, which which goes towards that. But not nearly as good as a defender, so but uh, yeah. I mean, I got him, I got him over Embiid, so Jokic one for me, Embiid two.
2: Ward, honestly, I respect I don't, a, I don't have anything to shake up in this list today. Um, usually, I have some uh, bullshit or I'm hating on somebody. But me and Brent actually have the same exact list. So
1: Is it actually the same? wow, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much for me to go over. All
1: right then. I mean, well, we all got the same. Uh, honorable mentions, I think. I agree with all yeah. of picks, like Rashawn Holmes, Mitch, Stephen Adams. I think all we all
2: guys. had the same people, too, just um, in a little bit different order. But yeah, yeah, we, I mean, we all
0: had the same 10 guys. Yeah. I'm surprised neither of you guys had uh, Miles Turner or anyone like that on your list. Nah, he's ass. I was thinking
1: about <laughs> it. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but uh, he's just not as good as Aiden and Capella Drummond. So.
2: exactly. Yeah, that's Ait- what I was I thinking. think Aiden's pretty ass too, but I had to put him on the list.
0: I don't know, dude. Aiden's a
2: pretty solid young big. No. What? Believe me, he's solid and I think he could be really good, but like I expected him to be so much better by now.
0: Yeah, sir. Sort of. Yeah, that's fair. Think- I'm just waiting for Jaron Jackson Jr. to come back from his stupid injury. Like that like they said I remember he said he was coming back soon. And apparently the Grizzlies just released the statement that they're about to ramp up his activity, which makes it sound like he's not coming back for, like, another month. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, I don't know. Like, his situation has just been so annoying to follow.
1: Yeah, that's whack. Oh, wait, did you guys hear about this, like, hot shot shit? Like, NBA hot shots or something? Nah, what's that? Dude, it's so wild. Hold up. It's like – uh. I think, or no, Top Shots, Top Shots. Did you hear about it? No, I
0: haven't heard of it.
1: Bro, it's so fucking nuts, dude. It's like, it's, you could buy highlights, and they sell for, like, mad money.
0: What do you use them for, like, to create mixtapes and stuff?
1: You just use, no, it's like, it's almost like, like, tr- like, digital trading cards. So you just buy, like, highlights that you could, that you could literally go up on YouTube and, like, search up. And sell them for mad money. Like there's a that's John, wild, dude. There's like a Ja dunk that's like going for like a few
2: thousand.
0: Dude, that's crazy.
1: After yeah, after this you gotta look it up, dude. It's nuts. I don't know why people. I don't. I don't, I don't
2: understand what the point of that. Yeah, is. why not
0: just look up the videos on YouTube?
1: I don't understand it either. But it's it's wild. You guys gotta look it up after. That's it's
0: interesting good. for sure. I I, I want to like learn more about like what the reasoning behind doing <laughs> that would even be.
1: So I mean, I could be just like people found out like it's a mark. It, it's a market, so maybe just mad people are. Everyone, but maybe most people are just buying them to resell them or something. I don't know.
2: I don't know. It's, it's like, like a stupid Pokemon card shit that's going on too. <laughs> Fucking cards selling for like seven hundred k and shit.
1: Yeah, that's nuts too. But um, yeah, that's what Top Shots is. It's pretty wild. But um, Bros, what,
0: this is kind of unrelated. But I was watching like uh, an NBA game a couple like days ago. I don't remember what day exactly it was. And the commercials come on, and there are literally two commercials in a row with Dame Lillard in them oh is that like the, this uh, man is, yeah it was like they had a hulu commercial like the one with him in the studio and then right after that they had like a bolt 24 yeah, commercial. Yeah, yeah i was like good god man like this this guy cannot keep his face off on of the fucking tv like he is just raking in the bills right now oh he's he did he's making bank he's
2: like fuck if i can't win anything i might as well make this money
0: yeah bro everyone wants dame in their
2: commercial yeah,
1: dude. He, speaking of Dame, dude, he's just so filthy. He just makes the game look so easy. But um,
2: yeah, I, I gotta um, remind. Game that, winners to the logo.
1: Yeah. He like he
2: is the Blazers. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, but who? Oh, yeah, Fernando Tatis is also in there. I saw him on the Bolt commercials. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and,
0: and Serena Williams.
1: Yeah, Bolt's going like kind of wild.
0: Well, I mean, it is. They, they yeah, one of my friends the... tried it. They said it's kind of. They said it's uh, not too great.
2: Really? Said it tastes
0: kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean,
2: it's under the Gatorade umbrella, so.
0: I've never yeah. tried it myself, though.
2: Me neither. Me neither. I'm just saying they're gonna get all the the Gatorade and Nike athletes that they can that are all under that one umbrella of endorsement deals. Yeah. True. Well, Do but then just... again, Dame is
0: an Adidas athlete. And they got him yeah, out no, there. No.
2: I know, but it's it's Gatorade. It's not Nike. I was just saying, like, they're all really under the same
0: umbrella. Yeah. DJ. Yeah, you- Gatorade and the NBA are just so closely associated.
1: DJ, if you told me that um, Tatis was, like, your cousin or something, I'd probably believe it. <laughs> or like Your half-brother <laughs> or some shit, dude. Tatis. Yeah, maybe
0: if I grew out the hair and got some have you ever Have you ever
1: seen what he looks like, Nick? Tatis.
0: Yeah, he's got the blonde dreads.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Doesn't he kinda and remind you of the DJ? Beard. <laughs> DJ, you should grow out some blonde dreads, bro.
2: Dude. Oh my gosh. If I ever grow up my hair that long, I don't know especially, what the hell it would look like.
1: Especially if you lost like 10 pounds, then you definitely look like fucking Tatis.
2: Dude, yeah. That dude's nasty too.
0: Um, yeah, but um, Bro, imagine being out there during one of your baseball games with the fucking blonde dreads like Tatis.
2: Dude, I mean, that would be crazy. Pl- Dude,
0: you step up to the plate and kids would be shitting their pants. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I was a hitter.
0: Oh, fact, bro. I like, oh, damn. <laughs> that's unfortunate.
2: <laughs> no, if I walked up to the mound with some dreads hanging out of my hat, that shit sure would go crazy.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, probably.
1: Luis Castillo has that, I think. The pitcher for the Reds. I don't know if you guys know him. But anyway, um, so let's just talk about, like, stuff that's been going on. Like, um, so how – well, I haven't watched too much of the Nets, actually. So, Nick, t- you you got to tell us how, like, Harden's been fitting in so, so, so far.
0: Dude, so, I mean, the Nets have been playing nasty. I mean, we were on a five-game win streak until that – Stupid loss against the Wizards with that fucking Russ game winner. I don't even want to. I don't even want to talk about that really. But yeah, it was but so like, ugly too. Like it's been really clear that we need more depth in the defenders. Like we signed Iman Schumper like for that reason, even though he's kind of old and washed. And like <laughs> I, you heard the rumors about how we're trying to trade for Javale. I mean, I suggested that like a while ago, and yeah, now it's a, actually happening. So or hopefully Or a Drummond that,
1: buyout. I heard they're hoping. Oh for
0: my it. god! If we if Drummond got I don't bought think he, out and you could get that. him, that that would be like a godsend. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, if, he well, he if, won't though.
0: Even Javale, I'd be happy with though. But, uh, yeah, we like, we need better big man depth. We need better depth all around and better defenders. But the offense, like, it, it's unstoppable, bro. Like, with Harden, KD, and Kyrie, like, all those guys are putting up at least, like, 23 every game. And Harden's out here dropping mad dimes. Do they like, – the, Go ahead. My bad. The, the offense has just been ridiculous. And, like, the role players have been doing their thing, too, like – Jeff Green and Joe Harris have been, like, nice, like, offensive compliments. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Jeff Green. Like,
1: Jeff Green's actually been decent, right?
0: He has. He's, he's been a – like, he's having a little career resurgence ever since that playoffs with the Rockets last year. Oh, yeah. Once they picked him up, like, to, for their small ball shit. Yeah. But, yeah, he's been good for us. And we definitely need more depth. But the offense so far is looking good. We just need help on defense because in that Wizards game, that was the problem. We could not stop shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like Russ and Bradley Beal were scoring at will, and it was just embarrassing. Oof. Like,
1: wait, wait. how are you guys gonna get death, Though you don't have any picks left, or you barely have any picks left.
0: I don't know. Like, we, we don't have picks or assets. So yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping. Sean Marks can work some magic in the front office. But, I mean, it's been done before. Like, you remember those Cavs teams with LeBron and a bunch of bums. And somehow they figured out a way to get, like, Larry Nance and shit like that. So True, true. um, We'll figure out how to do something, especially when the buyout market starts getting bigger and bigger with more, like, quality veterans. Yeah. but uh, Let's
2: just put it this way. If you guys don't get any depth, Lakers and five.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I, pr- I mean probably right now. Yeah, uh, they, right,
0: they- right now, I mean I hate to say it, but that like that's definitely possible. But I, I, I think we we have to get depth before like the playoffs, yeah, and I what, think we definitely will.
1: Wait, what are they doing to make up for no bench? Are they are they running like Kyrie by himself sometimes, like with the second unit?
0: Do they like stagger their time. So like sometimes two of them will play, sometimes one of them will play like with the bench guys. But uh, like like never will you see none of the three of them on the court at once. Like uh, if all three of them are sitting, things just go to shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like the best move would to be stagger Kyrie's minutes and have Harden and KD play to, with each other just cuz Kyrie is insane at getting his own shot He doesn't need other teammates to space the floor For him and other shit like that So
0: The thing is like you can play Any two of them together and they can work Well oh, Like, you yeah. play, So that like that's why it kind of Works out nice because you just rotate The three of them through like sometimes you have Kyrie and Harden out there together Sometimes you have Kyrie and KD And sometimes you have Harden and KD And all of them just like play off of each Other you know
1: Right, yeah. So
0: as long as we could just get more role players Who could help us defend other guys Then we should be like set for a finals run But it's yeah. like it's a big if Like if we can't get more role players Who can help on defense Teams like, like I don't even know Like the Sixers and like the Lakers and the Celtics With like solid depth are just going to kill us
1: Yeah for sure Especially, especially uh, if you, if they both get to the finals, because everyone will be worn out from all those games. But uh, so you, but you mentioned uh, Brad Bale before, DJ. What, what do you, what do you think the Wizards should do with his ass? Oh, you think they should save send him,
0: him? Send, send him to-, to L.A., man. Yeah, you think they should try and build up <laughs> momentum now that they just beat the Nets and Russ finally had a good game.
2: Yeah, build some <laughs> momentum off a four and twelve start. Go ahead, dude. <laughs> fucking ruin your draft options. Why Somebody not?
1: save this, man.
2: He looks depressed out there. Dude, he's so depressed. He he doesn't even fucking high-five people anymore. He walks around the court and still soars 37 points, and they win by one off a game winner. Makes no sense, dude. Why why even have him around if he doesn't want to be there anymore? Yeah. You ship his best friend out. You dr- You, like... You didn't make any big moves. You got fucking Russell Westbrook. That's the best you could get. Like, at that point, you just – what's the point of, like, getting rid of John Wall if he's, like – he's been there since the start? Like, Especially considering John Wall is out here
0: in Houston playing good basketball.
2: Yeah, like, it just doesn't make sense to me why. Dude, I you mean, guys sh-
1: – yeah, go
2: ahead. Finish it. No, no, no. Go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, you guys should have signed Wood instead of fucking Bertans. That's what you guys should have done.
2: Listen,
0: man. And Berton. He is not looking as lethal as he was last year, that's for sure. He
1: got that bag, yeah. and he said, fuck it.
0: Dude,
2: you I'm saw just him, just you saw him go up with, like, two hands sideways and just let fucking KD dunk on
0: him? <laughs> he was like, please put me on a poster.
1: Berton is so soft. Dude,
0: Bertans was probably just out in Latvia, this whole quarantine, playing no basketball. He was like, oh, yeah, I get paid? Okay, I sit around
2: now. Yeah. I just don't – I really – I think the best best thing for the Wizards to do at this point, ship Beal somewhere he actually wants to be, get, some, get someone or something decent for him, and just blow it all up and rebuild, like you said before, like – yeah. At this point, especially with the draft class coming up, like why not? That's your best option at this point. You're not winning shit this year. Right. Why not do it?
1: Because right now you have a guaranteed top five, top six picks, something like that. So
2: yeah. I mean, They're, as
1: long as you get the there's six guys that could potentially be franchise players right now. So this would be the year to do it.
2: Send and them the to draft, LA. Draft.
1: I mean, send them to LA. Clippers. Yeah. I really-
2: yeah, I actually saw the Clippers were interested, but I think they would, Lebron's got to make a move at him. It'd be elite. They'd be unstoppable. That, oh no, that, Beal. yeah. That if they had Beal, AD, and Bron, I don't, I don't give a shit who their bench is.
0: Yeah. Yo, I heard them. the Heat want Beal.
1: Yeah, I heard that too.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. They're, yeah, how, how would you where, feel? How would you feel if the Heat treated you guys like? Hero, Precious, and none, and, like, a couple picks for way, Beal. If Hero ended up on the Wizards and Russell
2: was still there, I'm not a Wizards fan anymore. <laughs> Let's just put it that way.
0: Huh. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're not a Hero fan I, Oh, my God. If Hero and Russell were both on the Wizards, they would automatically be my least favorite team in the NBA. All they need to do is just, just sign sure. Draymond, and then they're the ultimate whack squad. <laughs>
2: bro I, I, if they had a hero and westbrook on the wizards and that was like their two big names they would probably just be in general the most hated team in the nba
0: oh how could they not be <laughs> like hero and westbrook fans are both so annoying though
1: yeah like
0: yeah, yeah. like there would be people that would be like yo the wizards are so sick bro i mean like, and i would just be like yo fuck
2: you where people are like, yo, Westbrook's top three point guards in the league. Like, dude, he, he's so athletic. Like, he, like, dude, athleticism has nothing to do with how bad he is as a point bro, guard. Bro, he's so
0: good. He puts up triple doubles, bro. Like,
2: yeah, he, every team that he's on ever, ever has lost, and his teammates want out. Huh. That's no <laughs> yeah, coincidence, basically. right?
1: Wait, uh, what about Duncan Robinson instead of here?
2: Uh, he's alright That Jimmy Neutron look-alike
0: I mean, right now I think Duncan Robinson's better But I just feel like Hero's a bigger trade asset Because like, yeah, he's yeah. only like 20 or 21 Or whatever the fuck he is
1: Right, yeah I,
0: if I was And, worse, and though, Robinson's like 26 Yeah, right I still um, don't
2: I still don't know Like The mindset Of going for Westbrook Like I think it was wow, just to get take The ball away, out of there That was it He yeah, but they, I feel like, but why get Wall out of it? Did they just think he was done? Like, I,
1: I guess that's what Wall thinks, at least.
2: Yeah, because I remember he said that in an interview, and I'm like, well, if I'm Houston, I'm looking at this trade like, fuck, dude, we got a, like, we got <laughs> yeah. a good end of this trade.
0: Like, dude, we just we're set. Out. Like, yeah, they, out. they get Wall and they get picks, like, word.
1: Yeah, right? I think they got one first rounder or something.
2: Yeah, I really don't understand the mindset behind that trade if I'm Washington because they're taking away the chemistry between Beal and Wall. Wall's right. coming back off an of injury, hungry as hell. Like, yeah, I just – I don't understand it.
1: Me neither. Um, but,
2: I mean, if if they do end up trading Beal, I'll probably just be a Houston fan at that point. Yeah. So, Will huh. retires, and I'm going to need to find a new team. Probably wherever LaMelo's at at that point. <laughs>
1: Probably like who knows where nobody even knows where Lamelo's gonna be at that point. Lavar might fucking have him in like back in like a Lakers uniform or something. Speaking of la uh,
0: speaking of Lamello, I mean Lonzo is another guy who's in trade rumors right, right. now.
1: Yeah, so is? that one sucks. Yeah, I heard there's like a maybe a swap for him and Road Terry Roger or something like that. Oh
0: my god, dude! I hope so. I want to see LaMelo and Lonzo together.
2: That'd be then all they
0: need to do is sign Jello and then they're set. (laughs)
2: The only reason I wouldn't want to see that though, then the is because. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I the only reason I wouldn't want to see that is just because, um. Like Ro, I feel like Rozier and Lamelo work so well together. Like yeah. especially with Graham not having like so, like as good of a season as he usually has had, and or at least last year in general. And then you got Malik Monk coming off the bench, playing like he did tonight, and like he's gonna get more minutes. Um Cody Zeller and Bridges, while they're on the floor with Lamelo, like they have such good chemistry. I feel like. Just bringing someone on like that, especially how they're gelling as a team, like you could just see that they love playing with each other. They play fast, they play aggressive. Gordon Hayward's been playing off his ass. Like I just feel like switching it up now would just be stupid for them.
1: Yeah, but it's the thing with that is Yeah,
2: Yeah, like as good as as I don't know. Oh, you mean mean, chemistry?
1: the chemistry with with Lonzo if he was brought over with the other guys other than Lamelo, you mean with the rest of the team? Wait, what? You mean you mean that if if they traded for Lonzo, that the chemistry would be all jacked up with the with Lonzo and the rest of the team, not Lamelo,
2: or just the rest of the team in general? Yeah, like uh, I yeah. feel like they just they work so well together right now. Yeah, not nah, like I get adding adding Lonzo I feel like that's just a ploy to like bring people in to watch the games you know yeah. what i mean yeah instead of like actually trying to win yeah like i don't think Lonzo, like at this point like i think Lamelo right now is better than lonzo like yeah. in my mind no doubt lonzo's uh, what averaging 11 points a game and offensively what
1: he is Lamelo is averaging.
2: Yeah, but you see Lamelo out here getting steals, pushing fast breaks, getting blocks on bigger, like bigger uh, players. Like he's out the media also just
0: loves showing Lamelo highlights, though. Yeah, well,
2: no, that's, that's very true. But I also watch every Hornets game, so like I actually see what he does. Dude, fuck and, like, the Wizards!
1: He... Get, jump on them Hornets.
0: You think? The thing is, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The thing is, though, like, as good of chemistry as LaMelo and Terry have, like, we we all watch the Chino Hills highlights. Like, if LaMelo has chemistry with anyone, it's Lonzo. And even though Devontae Graham isn't shooting very well this year, like, his, like, shot has kind of been off. Like, and he's kind of bad at finishing in the paint because he's small and can't really jump that high. Like, apparently he has, like, the – highest like net differential swing on the Hornets like as far as on off goes like the plus minus or oh, whatever yeah. so like even though he's not shooting well it's like still pretty clear that he's like either like the first or second most important player on their team just because he's so good at like efficiently running their offense like right. I think Devontae's averaging like six point something assists and like only, like, one or two turnovers, so. Yeah, he's, he's a really smart player. Yeah, like, he's super important to them, so, I mean, I feel like the reason he, like, he may not have been shooting this well is here. him and LaMelo's skill sets kind of overlap with them both, yeah. with them both being, like, three-point scorers on offense and then, like, facilitators as well. So, with Terry being more of, like, an off-ball, like, scoring threat, I feel like that's why they work better together. But, I mean, Lonzo and Lamelo is just something I would love to see in the NBA.
1: Yeah, that would be prime time.
2: Honestly, like, I think everybody would want to see it, but I don't know if I'd want to see it, like, on the Hornets at least. Like, I I want to let LaMelo flourish, have a season or two where he gets to, like, prove himself, and then maybe. But, dude, I just feel like Lonzo, like, especially after the bubble, he played, like, ass in the bubble, right? And then he was, like, telling everybody, yeah, just wait till next year, wait till next year, make sure you post my stats next year. And I'm like, all right, well, they're posting them this year, and you are shooting under 40%, and you're averaging, what, 11 points a game? Like,
1: mm. Yeah, but he's he's a really good defender, though.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, anybody could work on their defense, you know
0: what I mean? He's definitely been in a bit of a slump so far this year. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, and the Pelicans themselves have kind of not been great, like, other than Zion and Ingram.
2: Yeah, and those guys are always going to put up numbers, so.
0: Yeah,
1: Bledsoe hasn't been that great for them.
2: He's another, another guy
0: number. in the trade rumors. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: and J.J.
0: Redick, too. Yeah, he's, he's not
1: shooting. He's not shooting under
0: 30%. I heard the Celtics are looking at picking up J.J. Redick. Really? I mm-hmm. heard the Knicks.
1: I heard the, some things about the Knicks, too.
0: I think uh, there's a lot of, of J.J. J. Redick. I mean, the uh, Knicks are playing well, but... Like JJ Redick is a guy that needs to go to a contender, like not the Knicks.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I heard the Knicks are keeping tabs on Levine, so yeah, I mean
0: they're, they're, they're still play. in the mix for the playoffs, but who knows? Yeah, I happens. wouldn't be surprised at this point if the Knicks like pulled the eight seed or something. But like, there's if the Knicks make the playoffs, they're gonna get clapped by whoever right. they play.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I don't, I don't want them to make the playoffs. I just want them to get a nice pick. Or have a chance at getting a nice
0: pick, but um yeah, snag like Jalen Green or something like that,
1: right? Something like that,
0: or Kuminga,
1: yeah, or Suggs, something. But um, so oh, two teams that are surprising me, or the I just wanted to bring this up real quick, and then we could like talk about um really quick, just bring up some guys that are like doing well. But um, the Mavs are sucking ass.
0: They, they, they all just, are. Dude. They
1: just dropped six straight L's.
0: It's because they can't hit any three pointers. Like I saw, they're shooting like the lowest yeah. percentage of threes in the league. Luka's Luka's shooting like under thirty himself. So.
1: Oh yeah, he's I don't he he's never been that great of a shooter. But um, Josh Richardson, I thought that's what they brought him in for shooting threes. He's
0: he's been all right. It's like they brought him in more for defense because they gave up Seth Curry to get him. And, like, that's, it's really showing that they need Seth shooting.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know what?
0: Yeah, you're right. That's my bad.
1: Um, I mean, he's still a decent shooter, but. Uh, Zinus, and, like, that, um, and
0: Seth is looking like exactly what the uh, what the Sixers needed. Like, with uh, yeah. him sniping and Danny Green and Shake Milton off the bench, like, yeah, that's a big part of why the Sixers are so much better this year
1: yeah right and
0: now Joel can just do what he does, yeah with all, all the space he needs,
1: yeah he was a he was a perfect fit. I don't know why the Sixers didn't do that sooner, but or I mean not that sooner, but get a shooter like him
0: yeah, it's like having him is like back when they had Redick back in the day, but now they don't have that guy like Jimmy Butler that like needs all these touches that's also clogging up the floor
1: right um. But uh, yeah, I mean the Mavs. The Mavs' depth isn't good too, so that's also another thing that hurts them. But uh, yeah, Luca looks like he's not loving life right now.
0: I heard about the Mavs maybe making a move for Drummond.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I heard that too. That would be that'd be interesting. Or
0: uh, or potentially Hassan Whiteside.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: because he hasn't think... been playing too well on the Kings this year.
1: He not He's barely been playing. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, that wouldn't really move the needle, but it definitely help.
2: Um, I think a lot of people are going to be on the move, and there's going to be a lot of shocking trades before uh, this season's over.
1: Oh, yeah. So do uh, I. But um, another thing is the Spurs are actually doing pretty well, and so are the Thunder, too. I thought those would be two of the worst teams in the, in the West, but they're hanging in.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Spurs have had a lot of guys just step up and really help them, like – Keldon Johnson, Lonnie Walker, Derek White. Those are three I can think of right off the top of my head. Like, yeah. those three guys have really made a big – and DeJounte Murray, too. Like, yeah. all four of those guys have really just taken that next step to help that team be better.
1: Right. I didn't expect it, but I... – Me neither.
0: Especially not out of, uh, like, Keldon Johnson.
1: Right. Yeah. He really
0: came out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, right. Speaking of guys coming out of nowhere, probably wrap it up with this since we're kind of going a little bit long here. But um, uh, just uh, just a list a few, Quickly has been playing really well for the Knicks. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Quickly has been playing well. Still not my pick for rookie of the year quite yet, but he's working his way up the <laughs> yeah, ladder. Dude.
1: He's he's like top three right now In, in uh, for like – My
0: the rookie pick? Rookie ladder. I, I'd still probably have to go with Wiseman – I mean, if Anthony Edwards keeps playing the way he's been playing, he he'll work his way into that conversation too. Yeah, because eventually. these past couple these past couple games, Edwards has been bawling out. Yeah. And if we're talking yeah. about players who've been who have been playing well recently, Malik Beasley is another one. I mean, maybe that uh, maybe that uh, maybe he got them Pippen powers or something, but he's been uh, he's been scoring like a madman.
1: Yeah, he's yeah. After you got that contract, he's. Uh he he let's see, he didn't pull a uh, Bertans, that's for sure
2: uh, yeah
1: but um who uh, oh shake Milton has been pretty nice off the bench i think he's in the six man of the year running for the yeah first i remember season.
0: last year when uh shake that game where the sixers had all those injuries he came in and dropped like 39 points or something like that yeah. so i like i'm real i like liked watching him last year and it's nice to see him getting a bigger role this year
1: for sure yeah, and Tyrese Maxi too. He dropped. I was day.
0: just about to say Maxey. Yeah. So you know, the, both the both of the Tyrese's from this draft have been pretty good. Yeah. Him uh, too. Halliburton on the Kings, he's been nice too.
1: Right. Yeah. The, all these guys deserve some recognition. And Levine. Yeah, Levine is putting up some some like MVP uh, race numbers.
0: Oh, you want to know who I want to give some recognition to before we uh, get out of here? Yeah. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is actually playing defense this year. And he is locking people up. Yeah.
1: Who would have thought? I When, when uh, I was watching Well, I mean, the when game. you
0: can't score, you got to do Sun. Yeah. Huh. That's true.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh I yeah. Mean, his
0: scoring hasn't been that bad either. Like, Andrew Wiggins is low-key having one of the best years of his career. Damn.
2: It's not saying much, but still, that's good for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's – I guess uh, – I guess now that he's with the Warriors, maybe he's starting to actually like playing basketball and not just like collecting the check.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. Oh, and another one more thing before we uh, close close out of here. We're not gonna um,
2: bring up Lamelo Ball single-handedly beating the Bucks with Giannis playing. All right. I mean, I guess we could just skip that.
1: Yeah, But I think, uh, dude, we talk about Lamelo too much over here. We're starting to we're starting to look like a.
0: We're starting a to sound sport like Sports center. center or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, House of Highlights or some shit. Uh,
2: Twenty-seven <laughs> points.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just sneak that in there. That's fine. Uh, oh yeah, uh, but your boy Ubre, I heard the last thing that he, uh, him, uh, him for Lonzo swap might be, might be
0: possible. But well, Ubre your- is finally starting to play a bit, a little bit better. Like he's not a complete bricklayer anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Imagine if he gets traded three times in the same year, though. Holy shit. That'd
2: be crazy. Serious. I mean, that's got to have some sort of effect on you. It can't just be like, oh, you just suck out of nowhere. Like, I had to do something to him.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, especially considering he was, like, so on board that whole Thunder Valley boys wave, and then they just shipped him out. Like, he started that whole thing, and then they were like, all right, man. Uh, see ya.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that's dirty. But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. It wraps it up.
0: Yeah, and I agree.
1: So, yeah, we'll just wait and see. I know there's definitely more guys that we shouldn't mention that are, are kind of flying under the radar, having a good year. But we'll get to that next episode. Um, and, yeah, just keep, we appreciate you guys listening. And uh, stay tuned for more.
0: Absolutely. Take it easy, everyone.